Well, hey everyone, welcome to Church Online. My name is Omar and I serve as a lead pastor here at Christ Fellowship. And thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you know, even though we have not been able to meet physically for the last several weeks, by the grace of God, we've been able to meet through Church Online and it has been amazing so far. And I gotta tell you, I've been so proud of you because the first week that we went online, we had record number attendance online, never before have we had so many people tune in. And the second week, we had even more people, which shows me this, which shows me that, you, that we as a church, that we are hungry for God's word. We're seeking the truth of God. And so thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have been great. Thank you for tuning in and for your faithfully giving to the work of Christ. Man, it's just, I know it's a difficult season for all of us, but man, do we see God at work in phenomenal ways. So thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, before we dive into God's Word, let me just give us two quick announcements. Uh, I know many of us are stuck at home and we're looking for things to, to read and to, something to engage. And so throughout the week, we want to be a church that provides resources and engages with you throughout the week. And so Monday through Thursday, listen, we have something for every single one in the family. At 7 p.m., we're going to be broadcasting something for our kiddos, for our, for our kids. Uh, some days are going to be different devos and, and, and little activities. And so at 7 p.m. is the kiddos, the kids. At 8 p.m. is our students. And then at 9 p.m. is our adults in the main uh, social media outlets. And so be sure to log on to our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, all of them, and that uh, you can tune in and engage during the week and also connect with other people, right? We can chat together and we can pray for each other. And so make sure you're tuning in Monday through Thursday uh, this upcoming week. The second thing I want to remind you of is that last week I announced for a church that our all-in commitment weekend was going to take place on Palm Sunday. Now, we came together as a staff family and as a staff, and we thought through it, and we realized that things were just still too unstable, too uncertain. We don't know if things are going to get better. Uh, we don't know if things are going to get worse. And so we figured, you know what, it's better to postpone it to later on in the year once the dust settles down and things are a little more stable, we have more clarity and then we can see what are the new needs in our community, and we can come together and commit to the Lord for the next two years. And you know, whenever that takes place, I know it's going to be a special moment for our church family, but also for the Lord, right, to see his children commit to him, even after all this is taking place, to still commit to him, to push the mission of the gospel forward, all right? So you know, stay tuned. I'm going to give you an update at, on when that will take place, but it will take place later on this year. But if you don't mind, go ahead and pick up your Bibles right now to Colossians chapter 2. We're starting the second chapter of the book of Colossians as in our second week of the series called Unsolved Mysteries. And you can follow along as I read, all right? Listen to what it says. This is what God wants for us. It says this. It says, for us to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is what? Which is Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ is all wisdom and all knowledge. Now, you know, as we've entered into this crisis of COVID-19, it has not only taken our city, but also our nation by storm. And it was evident right from the start that the people of this nation 
were looking for someone that had knowledge of this virus, that could guide us through this season. And early on, the person that everyone gravitated towards and was, and was looking for was Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, you probably know who he is. He's been all over the media, whether it's liberal media or conservative media. Everyone is featuring Dr. Anthony Fauci because he is a national director of infectious diseases since 1984. And he has been at the forefront of battling many different viruses in the history of our nation, of our late history. And he has led us through things like HIV, SARS, uh, the swine flu, and even things like Ebola. And now he's the leading expert in this whole thing of COVID-19. And so because of it, he's considered the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases. And you see, the reason that so many people are gravitating and looking after Dr. Anthony Fauci, it's not only because he has so much knowledge, but also, listen, because he can provide guidance through this season. You see, during this time of crisis, the people of this nation are hanging on every word he says. Why? Because he has so much knowledge and wisdom in this specific area. Now, family, let me just bring all that over to our time together today, because what an image of where the people of God find themselves in. And by that I mean that just like the people of this nation long to hear every single word Dr. Fauci has to say because he has knowledge, although limited knowledge, on this topic. Listen, just like that, and here's the big idea for this, for this weekend for us. The people of God are also longing for someone that we could go for truth that we can go for knowledge, that we can go for wisdom. And we all know that that person is who? That person is Christ the Lord. And who knows, maybe you're here today, maybe you're tuning in and you usually don't watch church online, you usually maybe don't even go to church, but something drew you right now, wherever you're at, because you long to hear what God has to say about it. And so you may be sitting there right now and you're thinking, Pastor Omar, why should I listen to Jesus rather than to everyone else, rather, to all, rather than all the media, rather than all the experts out there? Why should I pay attention to what Christ has to say? We're going to find out from Colossians chapter 2, all right? So if you have your Bible, turn to Colossians chapter 2. You can open up your app and you can follow along with us. And today I have two thoughts for us today on why we should long to hear from the Lord. Write this down as point number one. Listen, we gravitate towards Christ because Christ is omniscient. Christ is omniscient. And by that I mean that as opposed to all the other experts who have limited knowledge, some knowledge, when it comes to Christ, he doesn't have just some knowledge. He doesn't have a lot of knowledge. Listen, he has all the knowledge. In fact, write this down as letter A. Christ has all knowledge. Now let's go back, let's, let's go to the passage for today. Listen to what it says. It says, for I want you to know what a great struggle I have for you, this Paul speaking, and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged 
be knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is who? Which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, slip into the scene for a moment. Because the Apostle Paul here is writing to a church that he had never met. You see, the Colossians church was a byproduct of his ministry in the church of Ephesus. And so in many ways, the Colossian church was almost like a grandchild church of the Apostle Paul. But here's a problem that they were encountering. The Colossian church was being infiltrated by a group of people called the Gnostics, which were Greek philosophers. And here's why this was so dangerous. It's because the Gnostics claimed to have higher knowledge or higher truth than anybody else. In fact, the word Gnosticism comes from the Greek word gnosis, which means to know. And so the Gnostics claimed that they had some higher, superior knowledge to everyone else. And because of that, they were an elite group of people and that everyone else was below them. And so here is what they were telling the people of God in Colossae. They were telling them this. Listen, don't listen to what Jesus has to say. Listen, Jesus was a simple Jewish man who was uneducated, and he doesn't have knowledge. But instead, you need to listen to us, because us, the Gnostics, listen, we have the true knowledge. We have elevated knowledge, and you need to listen to us and not to Jesus. And you know what's, what's interesting? That even in this season of COVID-19, everyone in the media, all these experts, they claim that they have all the knowledge, that they, they claim that they have all the insight, and that if you really want to know what's going on in the world, if you want to know what's going on with this virus, where it's going, the cure, listen, you've got to listen to us You've got to tune into our, to, our, to our broadcast. You've got to log on to our webpage because only through us you're going to find the truth. And family, listen, just like it was easy for the Colossian church to stop listening to Christ and start listening to the Gnostics, family, it's easy during this crisis for us to stop listening to the Lord and start listening to the so-called experts and the media. And folks, listen, it's so important for us to listen and to go to that one who truly has all the knowledge. And so it's important who we listen to. You know, just last week I had something that happened to me that kind of just resonated with this whole topic. You know, just recently I, I, I moved down uh, closer to the church uh, with my wife and my little girl to make it easier for us to be here at church and uh, uh, the house that we moved into has a small little pool. And, and church family, I've never had a pool. I don't know anything about a pool. I do, I'm finding out what a skimmer is, what, how much chlorine to put in the pool. I had no idea what to do. And so I've been learning little by little. And one day, I saw that the, le- the, 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 the water level started going down. So that kind of concerned me. So I called my buddy Ray, who's a pastor here, Pastor Ray Perez. And I asked him, hey, man, do you ever add water to your pool? Does it ever go down? He said, never. I never have to add water. In fact, I have to drain water from my pool. 
And then I asked him, what do you think this could be? He said, listen, it, it could be a leak. And it could be minor, but it could be major. It could be major. And folks, I'm talking to him when I'm driving with my wife. I'm talking to him as I'm driving. And the moment that race said, it is major, it could be major, Listen, my mind just started racing. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, now I have all these things going on at church, all these things with COVID, and now the last thing I need is a major problem with this new pool of mine. Well, you know, what am I going to do? And I'm stressing the whole way, driving and telling Ashley, oh, my goodness, you know, just stressing out. You know how it is. And a little while later, once I calmed down, Ashley said, Omar, why don't you call Nick, the pool guy, who's come to our pool, who knows what's going on, why don't you call him who truly has knowledge of what's happening, he's seen your pool, and maybe he can give you more insight. So I'm like, listen, it's not going to matter, you know, the, I have a huge leak in the pool now, but let me call him. So I called Nick. And the moment I explained the situation to him, he said, listen, Omar, you have nothing to worry about. Listen, I've been there, I know your pool, listen, Anything about, uh, about an inch during the season of evaporation is perfectly normal. Uh, you know, it has not rained. There's a lot of sun. To, it's perfectly normal. Listen, you don't have to relax. Just enjoy your pool and just relax. Everything is perfectly fine. And the moment I got off the phone with him, whew, right, I, I just felt so much relief. And I started thinking, man, it is so critical who we go to for knowledge, right? When I, was, when I went to Ray, who didn't know my pool, who didn't know what was going on, I love you, Ray, out there. I love you so much. Thank you for your advice. But when I went to him, he gave me thoughts that really put fear in my heart. But when I went to the pool guy who knows my pool, who knows what's going on, what well, his words gave me peace. And you know, in the same way, when we go to the media, to the experts, right, for knowledge, for guidance, guess what? All that does is just instill fear in our hearts. But when we go to the Lord who knows all things, right, every time we walk away from him, we just have a sense of peace and of just of rest when we hear his words. And so, folks, it's so important, right? It's so crucial. Who do we go for knowledge? Who do we go for truth? And I love that Paul reminds us here that, that in Christ, listen, that in Christ are hidden all the treasures. Don't you love that? That in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In other words, there's nothing about this universe Listen, that Christ doesn't fully know and doesn't fully understand. You see, there's nothing about this virus, there's nothing about this infection, there's nothing about the spread of this that Christ is not fully aware and he doesn't fully and completely know and understand. See, there's nothing about the financial markets, your financial status, what's happening in your life that he is not completely aware and fully in complete understanding Listen, he knows all things, and therefore, listen, we should always listen to what he has to say. Now, what's the reason that Paul here in this passage calls Christ having all knowledge a mystery, right? We're in this series called the Unsolved Mysteries. It's because one of the unsolved mysteries from the Old Testament is that God had promised that he would send someone to the people of God 
that would have all the knowledge, that will have all the truth. In fact, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, listen to what Moses tells them to the people of God. He tells them, listen, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet, will send a Messiah to you, and it is to him that you shall listen. You see, God was already showing us, listen, that Messiah, that person that I will send to you, he is going to have all truth, all knowledge. And, and later on in the book of Isaiah, it, it, God talks about how that person will be our wonderful counselor. And so there will be someone that God will send to us, a Messiah, that will have all the truth, all the knowledge, and we should run to at all times. And that person is who? It's Christ the Lord. And so not only does Christ have all the knowledge, but also write this down as letter B. Christ has all wisdom, all wisdom. Now let's go back to the passage for today. It says, now the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of what? Of wisdom. Now circle the word wisdom right there in your Bible or wherever you're writing in. Because the word wisdom in the original Greek text, you know, we always like to remind you that the Bible was first written in Greek and Hebrew and then translated to different languages. Well, the word here for, for wisdom in the Greek is the word Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. You know, it was one, it, when I was in seminary, it was one of the easiest Greek words to, remember, to memorize. Why? Because it's a common name. And so if you're a little girl out there and you have the name Sophia, listen, you have a great, beautiful name. Your name means wisdom. But now when we think of, when many people think of this whole concept of wisdom, they think that wisdom and knowledge are interchangeable. That if you have knowledge, that is, if you have knowledge, then you also have wisdom. But folks, that's not the case. Because the word knowledge here, gnosis, refers to knowing and possessing truth. But, then, but, but wisdom, or Sophia, on the other hand, refers to the ability to apply that truth. So, so gnosis means, means, knowledge means to acquire truth, and Sophia means to be able to apply that truth. So what Paul here is telling us is that not only does Christ have all the knowledge, infinite knowledge, but he also knows how to apply that knowledge and make decisions that are always perfect and right. He always makes the right decisions. In other words, Christ is not making any mistakes ever, especially during the season. You see, everything that he does, everything that he allows to happen during the season in your life, in this country, in this world, listen, it's, it, he does everything, it's always aligned to bring him glory and for the betterment of his people. And folks, what an amazing thought if you think about this. What an what, what, what a, what a amazing thought this verse gives us. Because we not only have a God who's infinite in, in knowledge, he has all truth, but also we have a God who's all wise, that knows perfectly what to do in every circumstance. He's perfectly wise. And folks, because of this fact, because this is a type of God that we serve, write this down as big number two. Because of it, only Christ brings us courage and comfort. Only the Lord brings us courage and comfort. In fact, listen to what it says in verse one, what Paul says right before he says 
that Christ has all the knowledge and wisdom. Listen to what he says. He says, for I want you to know how a great struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face. And listen to what it says next. That their hearts may be what? That their hearts may be encouraged. Now listen, I don't know what's going on in your life right now. Maybe perhaps you know someone in your life that's been affected by this virus. I know there's two families in our church that know people that are affected themselves. Uh, maybe perhaps you have an elderly person at home or someone with a compromised uh, immune system at home that you are concerned about. Uh, maybe perhaps you're someone who's been laid off. Uh, maybe your, your work has stopped. Maybe your business is struggling. Uh, maybe perhaps you're a student and you're going through your own issues with your friends, with your family, something going on at school. Uh, perhaps you're, you're someone who's a little older and you're getting close to retirement and every single day you see the stock market, stock market go down and down and down and you're thinking, am I going to have anything to retire to? And, and so in this season, there's many people going through many different difficult moments in their life. But here's what I would tell you. I said, the Lord is with you. And he has all the knowledge. He has all the wisdom. He's making all the right choices, and he's doing a thousand things in your life right now that you have no clue about. Listen, the Lord loves you, and he's in control of everything. And so because what, what we see in Scripture, he has promised us, right, that he is a sovereign God, that he will never leave us, that he will never forsake you, that he is your good father who will always provide for you, that he is a sovereign God who works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And that through this season, listen, he will uphold you with his righteous hand. And so, family, listen, as we go through this season, I know we all have things going on. Here's the two things I want to encourage you with for you to do. Write this down as letter A. The first thing is, listen, make sure that you're seeking his truth. Seek his truth. You know, if he truly has all the knowledge, right, and he has all truth, then we need to be diligent to seek him and his truth, to read his word. Because if you find yourself prioritizing, spending more time reading the news articles, tuning into the news channel, tuning into whatever, to whatever experts has to say, but you don't tune in to the Lord, listen, you are going to be severely, severely impacted by this. It's almost imagine the Colossians that at one point in their walk with God, they stopped listening to Christ, to what he has to say, and started listening to the, to the Gnostics. Listen, if we're going to be people who are stable, right, who endure this crisis full of peace, full of joy, then listen, then we need to go to his word and take it in every single day. Now, I know this may seem elementary to some of us, right? Like, I, we know we need to read God's Word, but I, I'm going to tell you, we need to prioritize this. Because in my own life, the one thing that really ensures that I stay spiritually healthy, spiritually strong, listen, is that one thing about reading God's Word. Every morning I wake up and I spend time reading His Word. This morning, I woke up at 6 a.m. and I read His Word. Why? Because there's something that takes place when you read His Word that God speaks to you, uh, that you see something that you never knew about God's truth, about, about him, 
you speak to the Lord, you pray, you meditate on His truth, and it's just a special moment where God just solidifies, comforts you, and gives you the courage to move forward through the season. And family, listen, not only do you need to seek His truth every day, but second, write this down as B. You need to seek His wisdom. Seek His wisdom. You know, here's the ironic thing about knowledge and wisdom. You could be someone who has all the knowledge of God's truth. You can have so much knowledge of God's word and yet be the most unwise person. Why? Because you can have a lot of knowledge, but if you don't apply that truth, listen, you're not acting wisely. And, and, And so you may be here today and you might be going through a trial in your life. You might be going through a tough circumstance and you're thinking, Pastor Omar, listen, I wish you know my situation. Pastor, I need wisdom. I just don't know what to do with this family issue. I don't know what to do with this health issue. I don't know what to do with my financial issue. Pastor, I need wisdom. And if that's you, listen to what James chapter 1 has to say. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, listen, we all need wisdom, including myself, right? We're all in a, in a season that we need as much wisdom from God as possible. It says, let him ask God. Who will give it what? Generously. Don't you love that? God doesn't just give you a little bit of wisdom. He gives it to you generously, to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But, here's a key, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So family, as we seek the Lord for wisdom, we need to be sure that we are asking in faith, trusting that he's going to provide. You know, sometimes we ask the Lord for wisdom, but still rely on other people's wisdom and our own thoughts. No, no, listen, when we need wisdom, we need to ask in faith, because otherwise we're going to be double-minded people, unstable in everything we do. But when we do ask the Lord for wisdom, here's the amazing thing. God gives it to us, and God loves to provide wisdom to his children who ask him for it. So listen, whatever situation you're going through right now, listen, take the time, in your time with the Lord, say, Lord, give me wisdom. And I'm telling you, he is so faithful, he will give you peace, he will show you, he will guide you in a way that I can't even understand. But listen, I've seen God guide me and give me wisdom so many times. And it's just something so special when the Lord just gives you that, that special wisdom that you know is from the Lord. And can I remind us, listen, God, we need to apply God's truth not only through our difficult circumstances, but also to our emotions. Here's what I mean by that. Listen, if we know that God is our all-sufficient provider, right, we know that truth from God's word, then we need to apply that truth in our life. And we not need to fear. If we know that God is sovereign and that he's working Everything that's taking place is an entire universe for our absolute best, right? That's the promise we see in Romans 8. Then we need to apply that truth and not be anxious. You see, because how foolish would it be for us to spend some time, so much time reading God's word, but when it comes down to it, we don't apply it to our circumstances and we don't apply it to our emotions. You know, I always like to tell people, hey, this is the moment 
that we need to put our theology to practice, right? All the things we've learned, now's the time to put it into practice. And so, family, listen, I don't know what's happening in your life. You do. You know your worries. You know your struggles. But what I would encourage you during this time, go to the one that has all the knowledge. Go to the one who has all the wisdom. And he is our good shepherd. He's going to guide us through the season. And we're going to look back and we're going to see, wow, how faithful the Lord was to us every single step of the way. All right? Now, you may be watching right now. You may, and the truth of the matter is that you're tuning in because you want to know more about God, and you realize that for a long time you've been relying on uh, earthly wisdom, on your own thoughts, and it has led you to places that you didn't want to go. But for the first time, you're realizing, man, I need to start a relationship with God. I need to start hearing from God. I need to know who He is. I need Him to be guiding my life because by myself, listen, I'm a disaster, right? I need the Lord. I, I need Him to lead me. I want to start a personal relationship with God. And say, if that's you, I have great news for you. Because, listen, today you can start that relationship with God. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you may be wondering, oh, Pastor, what does it mean to call on the Lord? Does it mean, does me tuning in, is this me calling on God? Uh, do I have to fill out a paper, get sprinkled, get dunked? What does that mean? Well, listen, the Bible says this in John 3, 16. For God so loved us that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God in his love gave us his son. His son, Jesus Christ, came down this to this earth to die for our sins, to live that perfect life of obedience for us, to die for our sins, to resurrect to new life, so that those who would come to him, to his son, that would put our faith and our trust in him and what he did for us at the cross, that not only will we be forgiven of every sin we've ever done, but that we will have eternal life and start a relationship with the Lord that will never end. And so if that's you, listen, listen, it's so simple. You can, all you have to do is put your trust and faith in Christ, surrender your life to him, and today you can start a relationship with him. And so if that's you, listen, I want to lead you through a prayer. I don't know where you're at right now, at home, in the office, in the car. Uh, keep your eyes on the road, in the office, wherever you're at. But listen, if that's you, and you want to start a relationship with the Lord, I want to lead you through a prayer. It's not a poem that we make here. It's not a scripted prayer. It's just me helping you pray and talk to God for the very first time. So you can start a relationship with him. Pray with me now. Lord, I come before you, and I realize that this world has nothing to offer me. No knowledge, no wisdom. And Father, only in you, only in your Son, will I find all the truth, all the wisdom that I need for my life. And so I come before you today, and I confess my sins before you. I ask you for forgiveness of my sins, and I ask you today to give me everlasting life. And for the rest of my life, Lord, help me to live a life that honors you and brings you glory. Lead me now. Guide me in every step of my way so that I can walk a life that honors you. I love you, and I thank you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, listen, if you prayed that prayer, I am so excited for you. It's the best choice you will ever make. And so be sure to fill out the connection card online, and we're going to be able to reach out to you, give you all the resources, and help you get in the way. 
Our Christ Fellowship, thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in tomorrow, this uh, Monday, at, um, at uh, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and 9 o'clock, and all our families will be ministered to, and uh, tune in every single day this week, all right? Love you all. Have a great, great weekend.